Are you emotionally prepared for this? Mm-hmm. Are you physically prepared? Yes. So you're not even holding your microphone. <laughs> You ready? I'm ready. Hello and welcome to episode 135 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Today is Sunday, August 21st, the year of our Lord, 2016. I forgot to do the intro because it's been a while, <laughs> but this is the show where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. I am joined by my delightful, charming, wonderful, alive, alert, <laughs> living, laughing, and loving, Christina Wise, Hello. <laughs> partner in life and in crime. <laughs> You are rusty. Ooh, I need to bust out some WD-40. <laughs> no. It's been a while, Christina. No. Yeah. How you doing tonight? I'm good. You're good? Yeah. Okay. I'm not fully convinced. <laughs> What's up? What's going on? I'm tired. Let's talk it out. We spent the last five hours cleaning. Yeah. I'm tired. But the house is clean. Sure. So we're in a good, we're in good shape for... The rest of the week. Yeah. So. Before you leave me. Yep. That's happening. <laughs> <clears throat> That's happening. So, uh, well, you guys, as I mentioned, <laughs> if, if you're, if you're an old listener to the show, thank you for still being subscribed because it's been, I think a month. I think it's been a month. Really? Yeah. Since yeah. we put out a show. I think it's been four weeks. <laughs> Maybe we should have just canceled. And, uh, but here we are. Yeah. So tonight, so usually the way it works is we have a whole myriad of segments that we do. Uh, we go through some of those. We have kind of usually one or two things that we're nerding out about that we talk about. Um, but we're kind of going to break format tonight a little bit as, as much of a format as we've ever <laughs> had anyway. Um, and just talk about like have a little fireside chat, right? Talk about the last couple of weeks. There's been lots that's going on. Get into a few things. I I want to talk to you, Christy, about the uh, long-term whatever potential of the show, the long-term plans for this show, and what the future may or may not hold for us. We'll get to that, I guess, maybe towards the end. But before that, we'll go through, talk about the last couple of weeks. We've got uh, a, a voicemail we want to play. You've got a drone strike. So... We'll uh we'll get into it. What say you? Sounds good. <laughs> okay. The follow-up files. We got a lovely voicemail, Christina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh there are several ways that you can reach out to us if you feel so inclined. All of which are available at nerdoutloudpod.com. I could run through the whole thing. There's an email address. There's a phone number. You can call, text. You can email us your uh, a, a voice memo from your phone. 
But instead of rattling off all of the things, I'll just tell you one thing that you need to remember, nerdoutloudpod.com. That's where all of our contact information is. You'll see it over there on the right side of the page. It's pretty straightforward. And you'll be able to reach out to us just like listener Sean did. Hi, Nerd Out Loud. Sean here from the Hyper Nonsense Podcast. I have some feedback I wanted to share on a couple things you've talked about recently. The first one being ranch dressing. I am not a fan of ranch. In fact, I actively dislike ranch dressing. I get really upset when I go to a local fast food place here and I ask for a different type of dressing and they seem to always give me ranch because I guess it's just the default state for dressings. I'm not really sure, but I'm not a fan. Never been a fan. Always felt like ranch was devised as a form of trickery to get kids to eat more vegetables. That being stated, I'm fine with other people that want to eat ranch, but if, in fact, ranch were banned from the world, I would not be upset. The other thing you talked about is Pokemon Go, and I have been playing the game and enjoying it. I think what's interesting about this game as... A social game is it doesn't have any player versus player elements, at least not yet. So for the most part, it seems like people who are playing the game are uh, pretty nice. There's not any battles over resources, I guess. And I do think that this game in particular has a real potential to bring people together An example I can give you is there was a day recently where my wife and I were out catching Pokemon here in the town where I live, and a guy walked right by us, and he recognized immediately. He goes, oh, yeah, you guys playing Pokemon? And, you know, he put out his hand, high-fived us both, and uh, we asked him what team he was on and told him, you know, we weren't high-level enough yet to get onto teams. And, you know, we just had a nice conversation there about the game and in other circumstances we probably just would have walked by each other and not really said a word so i think that there is definitely some good that can come from pokemon go thanks for uh, playing my feedback and looking forward to your next episode sean's my new favorite listener (laughs) why's that christy because i I hate ranch. Was that your takeaway? He doesn't like ranch? Yeah. That was your takeaway from that whole yeah, voicemail? He, he knows that if you like ranch, you're a basic bitch. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was the conclusion I came to. Okay. Um, I do have a funny follow-up story. I feel about- like you're putting some words in Sean's <laughs> mouth there. I have a funny um, follow-up, too. I was ranting to a, another friend about my hatred of ranch, mm. knowing that she loves it. Mm. And um, how I understandably had, so because ranch is delicious. It's gross. So um, it, it's a friend that doesn't listen to the podcast, but was coming to the wedding reception, and I told her how I had said no ranch would mm-hmm. be allowed, mm-hmm. and um, I was telling her, and she said she told me a funny story. She has a friend that works at one of the bar restaurants near the stadiums down here in Seattle. And he said that when Kenny Chesney came to town, they had to triple their ranch dressing order 
Oh my. <laughs> Whenever he comes to town, <laughs> the white trash sauce is out. Yeah. Yeah. But that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and not super surprising, I guess. No. Yeah. I mean, do you, you don't like any kind of ranch, not homemade ranch, not ranch from a bottle. Not anything. Not from a bottle. Sometimes they'll have fancy things that are like sriracha ranch, which that's not ranch. It's usually like, it's not usually sriracha ranch. Or if you want to be like an annoying NPR person, sriracha. (laughs) Basically, as soon as you start adding flavors to something, Mm -hmm. it's not the same thing that it was. I, I don't I don't agree with that, but we don't need to go off on that rabbit trail, okay. I guess. I, so, I mean, if you, it's good to know what the base is, though, right? Like if it's if you have a mayonnaise is the base. I mean, you'd want to know mayonnaise isn't the base for ranch dressing. Yes. No. Yes. No. Oh Lord. I don't think so. Yes, any of those creamy white things are didn't, mayonnaise as the base. Why are you whispering? You're talking so quietly. Didn't you just find out that some beloved childhood dish of yours contained ranch? <laughs> Not ranch dressing as itself, mm-hmm. but a packet of ranch seasoning. Mm. It's called Uncle Dan's, is which the... is added to many dips. Okay. But that's not the powdered ranch dressing. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, but yeah. it's called Uncle Dan's. It's okay. a it's a fancier one than like a powdered Hidden Valley Ranch. Oh, so it's, it's a packet of that okay. in with cream cheese and some crab and. Okay. But yes, I felt like my life was a lie. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Sean. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> but, that. Also, just to follow up on Pokemon Go, we're still doing it. Oh yeah, still love I'm surprised it. that you're still hanging in there. Well, for now, mm-hmm. it's I'm getting frustrated. Yeah. Mostly because mine, for some reason, glitches all the time. I mean, we'll be next to each other, and mine just stops working, and yours is fine. I haven't really noticed that that too much. Are you joking me? Oh, I mean, I frustrating. I um, I have to say that it's been really fun. It's crazy, and I mean, he's he's right about the kind of the community aspect Mm -hmm. to it. I um. I think that because I want everybody to like me all the time and am always like obsessed with wondering what other people are thinking about me, I have this little thing in the back of my head that uh, like I'm kind of ashamed to be playing it because really? it seems like a it's like a kid's game or, oh. you know, I'm like a 33-year-old adult, so it seems like there's some voice in my head that's telling me people are laughing at you. Well, that voice is nerd. dumb. You're well, you are a big nerd, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. You it's should silly. not care. It's silly, but uh, we've had some fun moments. I mean, with involving massive crowds of people, we were just down mm. on the Edmonds waterfront where we were. It was betrothed. super fun. Everyone should go. There was there. 150 people down there, mm. probably just wandering around at like 10:30 at night. Mm-hmm. There was some dude. There's also singing. Pikachu down there for those of you needing that. <laughs> there was some dude singing, like he had a guitar plugged into and a an recorder, amp, and some dude there was a guy with a recorder, <laughs> and he had a microphone, and there was a dude with a recorder. They were singing karaoke jams trying to get other people involved people had camping chairs they had popped up there somebody had backed their car into a spot and then put out a blanket and just had a a big like four foot hookah set up (laughs) it's like a a pokey party we went to another park 
a little a few days prior to that, I went with my daughter and we found a Snorlax there. As we were leaving, we found this Snorlax, and this this park is like a mile long strip of maybe a half mile long, narrow. It's basically a sidewalk with like some nice grass and a Mm -hmm. hedge and a beautiful view of kind of the. Do you want to say the park? Not oh, it's called Grand Park. Yeah, just in case people people wanting to go there for this. Yeah, it is a Pokemon hotspot. Yes, Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemons, Pokemans. Um. Mm -hmm. And it's got a beautiful view, I will add. So if you go there around sunset, it, you get, you know, double the double the fun. But I had gone there with my daughter and Christy was nice enough to let her borrow her phone so she could play or we could both play. And we were like walking up and down and hitting some pokey stops and catching some Pokemon and talking to other people. And first of all, everybody's super friendly. It's like it, every type of person you could imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all That's different why I don't ages, understand why you're embarrassed. All different genders, all different, you know, uh classes i'm I'm guessing by my judgmental eyes mm-hmm. that got weird um but you just um, automatically have something in common with people especially when i was there with my daughter people were talking and asking us questions and she was asking mm-hmm. them questions because she has not yet taken on all of my weird social anxieties <laughs> that i get um but uh anyway so we were down there there's Again, probably a hundred people there, maybe more, just going back and forth down this thing. So as we're leaving, we found a Snorlax, which is a pretty rare one to pop up, and I was excited because I did not have one yet. Christy or uh, Ellie was excited because she was going to catch one for you. And uh, <laughs> as we were leaving, we kind of drove back down the strip of the park, and my daughter was just yelling out the window to people, "There's a Snorlax down at the end!" <laughs> and people started yelling, "Whoa, Snorlax! Snorlax!" And you heard all these voices popping up, and like people were running down to one end of the park. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty magical. Yeah, I liked it. I liked that too. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, I'm ex- I I'm surprised. And excited that you're still interested and that you're mm-hmm. still kind of like into it. Um, and I am fully expecting the day to come where you're just, <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over it. And that's what will happen. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was our voicemail. Thanks for calling in, Sean. Yes. <laughs> Sean, Sean sent us Fellow that voicemail ranch hater. a long time ago. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> well, we haven't done a show for a month oh. and he sent it to us a little before i think right when we stopped so anyway thanks for calling in sean if anybody else wants to as i said earlier nerdoutloudpod.com um yeah so christy yes i I guess maybe do you want to talk a little bit about what we've been up to on our break sure it's been a rather eventful (laughs) festivious that's why i keep i it it surprises me that it's been a month because it feels we've had so much and it's gone so fast that it felt like just like mm. two weeks maybe. Every minute with you feels like an eternity. Wait. Wait, is that bad? Yeah. I feel like that's, that's bad. Oh. That's not nice. It goes by so fast, I mean. Oh. Be- okay. Because, yeah, I flipped that around. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, well. Uh, so we got married. Yes. As we've been talking about uh, quite a bit on the show. We got married actually in April, but we had a big reception party celebration thing where that was like the big thing. Our w- actual wedding wedding was just a small 15 friends down on the waterfront here in Seattle uh, or in Edmonds just outside of Seattle. And uh, and then we had a big reception where people flew in from all over. And um, 
that's that's the last show that we had was leading into that and then and then we were just done <laughs> apparently yeah. but um but yeah so we had the big party it was fun i can't believe we should have taken the opportunity to record while those yeah famous people well we had town. talked about it we had talked about it, but I think we just kind of decided there was enough enough other fun stuff going on. I mean, we didn't yeah. we didn't have time to have conversations with anybody for more than like fifteen or twenty minutes max at a time, let alone mm-hmm. also, like carving it was out. Really hot. It was really really hot. Yeah, but it was a fun it was a fun weekend. We had uh, basically Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. We had stuff Friday night, Saturday night, and all day Sunday. Um, and it was. It was great. It was the the place that it was at was this little renovated is is there's a place it's called McMinimins yeah. that goes into these really old buildings and turns them into like hotels and restaurants and all that kind of stuff and so there's this really old school. Do you know how old it is? I don't. There's a really old school in Bothell which is just a little bit north of Seattle and um they re- renovated it basically and kind of brought it up to up to date. And turned it into like 70 hotel rooms and two restaurants, three restaurants. There's a pool there. There's a uh, uh, a big event space, which is where we had our reception. Movie theater. There's a bunch of bars. There's a movie theater. It's just like this kind of cool kitschy. Mm-hmm. Is that a word for it? Yeah. It's kind of this cool kitschy place. Um, and uh, so people, like we said, there was about 70 rooms out there. People flew in from all over. We had friends, like we had people come that we had never met before. People yes. that we've known for years mm-hmm. and never met before. Jesse Dollamore came in front of the show. Jesse Dollamore, Jeremy and uh, uh, Jesse and Brittany came in. Mm-hmm. Jeremy and Sarah, his wife came in. Um, Meredith and Duff, some mm-hmm. of your partners in uh other podcasting mm-hmm. <laughs> Bobby Pape I don't know tons of people now yeah. that I've started listing them I'm going to forget somebody <laughs> and hurt their feelings yeah. so whoever you are sorry but uh, <laughs> but it was fun it was like it was like being at summer camp kind of it felt like yeah I mean I wish that we would have had more time because um I feel like I didn't really get a chance to talk with people as much as I would have liked to yeah but um but it was good I mean it was yeah yeah it was a lot of fun that's the one thing that I regret is not being able to spend quality time with each and every person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I felt bad. There was like people that were, they were, they would come up at the reception and tell us, oh, we got to head out, whatever. Give me a hug to leave. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that they, I was like, oh, you're here. Yeah. Uh, well, but it was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. I think it went pretty well. Um, it was fairly free of, weirdness and drama right except for the situation with your mom mm-hmm. are we going to talk about that yeah sure we got there um we got thursday. there and on thursday to check in and we we checked in and your mom uh, the lady at the hotel was like oh yeah that's right okay homes and wise uh, somebody somebody is saying somebody called and made sure that they were staying in a room right next to you and we're like well, is it mm-hmm. you know whatever said your mom's yeah. name and sure enough, your mom had called to, uh, to be next make to sure that she gets a room right next to yeah. us. <laughs> um, another drama thing that happened that I just remembered is that my shitty cousin, like, 
my dad got into a physical oh, altercation yeah. with them. Yeah. Oh, okay. So real quick, I'll say this. We're not going to get too crazy in depth into uh, explaining what went on. If mm-hmm. you guys want to check it out, and I'll link to it in the show notes, but mm-hmm. we, Christy actually let me on her other podcast, <laughs> much more successful <laughs> podcast than this one. Um, let me on it with a few other people that were there for the weekend. Uh, and we all kind of talked it out with Drew McFrizz or Mike Frizzell, who's, mm-hmm. who's been on the, uh, been on this show before that he's the bank robber dude. He was not able to come out, unfortunately, because of some stuff that his family's going through. But, um, um, we talked about it all together. Uh, tears were shed. <laughs> stories were told. So, um, I will link to it in the show notes. If you guys really want to hear more about kind of the details or, or how it all went or hear other people's opinions about mm-hmm. it, feel free to go check out that episode. Even if you're not a, uh, TBTL listener, which is the podcast that that podcast is about, but it's <laughs> um, free of TBTL. It's yeah, it's for pretty. Sure. Uh, on that one, it's, it's all pretty about TBTL us. free. So, um, you can go check that out. But I think we didn't even bring this up on the other one. No, I but forgot about it. You have talked uh, in great detail about your kind of uh, colorful family from Spokane, yeah. <laughs> Spokane, yeah. Washington, mm-hmm. um, and I think. I've been joking quite a bit and I can't remember if it was on this podcast or not that somebody I, I we didn't think they were actually going to come because uh, when you have an ankle uh, bracelet you can't I didn't leave think the that city. their ankle bra- yeah. bracelets would let them leave Spokane County and surprise surprise he caused the drama so yeah. <laughs> this he is your this is your cousin. cousin that he was on probation and he posted himself posted a picture of himself with an assault rifle on yes. Facebook and got yes. in trouble because he he put it on Facebook. I don't know if it's because he got put on Facebook or because he stopped going to his drug tests that were mandated by the law, mm-hmm. by his probation. <laughs> I guess that would do it too. Yeah. yeah. So he he is a uh, he is what he is, and uh, he refused to go at some point, like to leave. And my yeah. dad had to like physically take him outside. And let's just say that. This kid outweighs my dad by double. Yeah. Your dad is a very small man. Yeah. And this, and I say kid, but he's 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Not too much drama. It was lots of fun. Yeah, it was really fun. My favorite part was the toasts. The toasts were great. Dancing. And we have a YouTube one. video of them, which again, yeah. I will post a link of it in the, a link of it, a link to it in the show notes. If you guys want to check it out, there was funny moments. My my daughter did the worm in front of like 150 people, which was great because I had just got done explaining to everybody there how shy she is and introverted, (laughs) (laughs) which – and I will say too when you're watching the – if you watch the video or you have already, um, there's – when she does the worm, like we – me and you, we had no idea. First of all, I've never even seen her do it. And second of all, we had no idea that it was going to be happening in the the situation. I probably would have put – like leggings on yeah. underneath her dress <laughs> if I knew that that uh-huh. was going to But um, also we should – well, I guess we talk about it in the LRB uh, episode. But um, your sister came up with the brilliant idea to do a oh, yeah. drinking game when mm-hmm. your parents were speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that got spread like wildfire and that was like one of the highlights <laughs> of my night. We had a we had a bowling party the night before, which I wanted to be the actual wedding. Right. Um but we had a bowling party the night before and then um 
at the bowling party, my sister came up with the idea to every time during my the toast that my parents mentioned like God or Jesus or something like that, everybody had to take a drink. And apparently that got spread through multiple people. And by the time Saturday night rolled around and we were at the reception and it was all going down – uh, you, me and Christy were standing up there, and every time somebody would say something, you could just watch like you know, thirty people in the room all <laughs> take a drink, and then there was one point where I think my dad just straight up read a, a prayer or a Bible verse something, or something yeah. at the end, and um, uh, you, you had to, somebody brought you a refill. Yeah, <laughs> just, what do they call it? Waterfall <laughs> in yeah, drinking we, games. We ran yeah. out, but uh. Yeah, I mean it was fun. Friday night we had the bowling party. Saturday we had the reception, uh, and then s- Sunday we actually had a, a, a friend of ours invited us all out. He has a house. His house is on a on a lake mm-hmm. that's a little bit south of Seattle, and he invited a bunch of people out there, and we all spent like the whole day on Sunday out at the lake with a bunch of our friends that had flown in from out of town. And it was good. I, I, again, missed a lot of the conversation there because I spent most of the day. My five-year-old is kind of a fish, and she spent <laughs> probably the majority of the time in the lake. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was in there with her swimming around. And they have, a, like, a trampoline that, was, that floats uh, on the lake and a blob and this big slide thing and a diving board and all this stuff. And so I spent a lot of the day in the water. But I heard there was maybe some... Some serious lawn games talk or some some cornholing situation? I don't know. I was basically standing the entire time so I wouldn't fall asleep because we had got, well, I personally had gotten probably five hours of sleep that week total. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of sleeping going on. So I I was the walking dead. I don't remember anything that really happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. Though my probably the my biggest regret or the biggest thing that I'm bummed about is just that um you know, I I didn't um I didn't get a chance to really engage with people or hang out as much as I wanted to. Yeah. So, I mean, I got to spend a little bit of time with a lot of people, but I would have liked to spend more no time regrets. especially since people no regrets, came, came in from out of town and everything else, but it was fun. Yeah. Um and then and then, Christy, right after that, we jumped into another very fun and exciting thing, trying to maybe buy a house. Yeah, because Jeremy's like, Christy didn't have enough anxiety or panic about yeah. everything. Yeah. Let's just we needed to find something new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been searching needed for Needed to give you a new reason to start having panic attacks yeah. because the old one was gone. You right. couldn't use the, uh, <laughs> the upcoming reception right. <laughs> anymore. So now we're... Mm-hmm. Doing that. Uh, we have to be in a in a specific school district, mm-hmm. um, and so that's of course limiting what what we have. And we have seen some of the worst <laughs> situations I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it's I, it's tough. It's not the best time to be looking for a house. I mean, I don't know if there's ever really a super good time. I mean, we've seen houses that someone wouldn't couldn't pay me to live in and they're then they had offers within a day of being on the market yeah um so i mean we can afford we can afford a decent we're we're not being unrealistic with what we can afford or what we've kind of what Mm -hmm. our price range is but at the same time we're you know probably at the lower house 
the lower mm-hmm. house, the lower end of oh, the majority sure. of the homes for sale in the area. So, you know, the, the, there's, there's inventory out there for us to look at, but the pickings are a little slim. And, uh, there's some really, really interesting, <laughs> like yeah. we went to, we went to one and, uh, I kind of got a skeezy vibe when we very first walked up. And then I started seeing people kind of file out because, one of the things, like sometimes the houses are occupied. So when you go to see them, usually mm. the people, whoever's there, whether it's the homeowners or renters or whatever, leave so you can go, you know, rifle through their mm-hmm. awkward, awkwardly through. wander around their yeah. occupied home, um, trying to decide if you're going to buy it or not or, or want to try and buy it or not. And I saw all the people, all the dudes filing out and I was like, oh dear, <laughs> these are like, very clearly college kids, super young, mm-hmm. uh, judging from the appearance of the front of the house and the outside that I could see, it was pretty clear that there wasn't going to be that, that maybe uh, upkeep and maintenance wasn't their first priority. Wait, I guess which one say. is this? Is this the one that, this is what, the rental tenants? house. Yeah. The rental okay. house that had tenants. But first say the first, as soon as we pulled up, <laughs> Jeremy said, nope, nope, this, yeah. this is a no. And I said, what if it's our dream house? And it was because from the driveway of this house, we could see his parents' yeah. window. You could stand in, in my parents' hallway and look out the window and see the front yeah. of the house. So that's and a hard like, yeah, no, not. no matter what. Christy goes, what if it's our dream house? And he said, no, it's not, no, <laughs> no matter what. it's not our dream house, which proved to be correct. Yeah. Oh. Proved to be correct. So it was a, it was a rental house and it was, it was a four-bedroom house, but it was occupied by – I'm gonna guess eight to ten people ten, yeah. probably uh there was just mattresses everywhere more mattresses than also floor space. tvs everywhere a lot of tvs a lot of mattresses uh we were greeted by a very strong odor i don't i mean it just kind of smelled like boy have you ever been camp well no, you probably haven't been like camping a, with a lot it of dudes smelled like what i would imagine a frat house it's, smelling yeah, like. it smelled like a tent smells on like day four of a backpacking <laughs> trip where you're sharing like a three-person tent with five guys that have been trekking through the wilderness well, for four days i'll like take it just, your word on that there's just some funk Everybody's i know what a frat house smells like but i don't know about bo and <laughs> Like it's for sure. It just was not pretty. Yeah. It was really stuffy and stale. There was a huge bong sitting on the, in the middle Mm -hmm. of the living room. Mm -hmm. Uh, I opened one of the bedrooms and there was a bunch of firearms just hanging out in the room, like leaning up against the wall. There was some swords and, um, like some big daggers kind of (laughs) combat (laughs) knife type things. Dirty uh, underwear everywhere of all shapes and sizes huge and genders. Gallon, uh, gallons and gallons of liquor, yeah. like handles, probably Fast four or five bags handles piled up. Yeah, it was. Um, and let's say that place rough. is sold. It's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. And that place That's had an offer of ha- had an offer on it within like two or three days. Um, so you know we've put in a couple offers or tried to. Every single one has been a multiple offer situation, and we have yet to be uh, selected. So it's, um, it's kind of depressing. It's a little depressing, a little stressful. There's a lot of moving pieces that need to happen between when we actually like where we are right now and, and where we'll be, you know, once we're settled into a new place, wherever that may be, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that has to happen between now and then. And if I could like 
take some kind of pill and function for the next mm-hmm. few months, but not remember it, I would gladly oh, do yeah, that because too. I'm really looking forward to that day, but I'm not necessarily looking <laughs> forward to the, all the in-between bits. So uh, I think, well, we did put an offer on one and we both really liked it. Yeah. But tell about the weirdest part about it. The bathroom. The bathroom. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we went into one house. We went into one house and the bathroom, it had a master bathroom. Um, it had a master bathroom that uh, opened up into the bedroom or whatever, mm-hmm. but there was no, there was no door. And not only was there no door, but there was like a weird half wall. There wasn't even a full wall. So there was an opening where the door would be. And then there was like a half wall next to that. So I I went in there and sat down on the toilet and looked over and could see the bed. <laughs> and I remember turning over and yelling at you, hey, look, I could, I, I could be shitting up the bathroom and, and look over and talk to you while you're in bed and look, talk to you in bed while I'm taking a shit. And, uh, and then later on, we went out to the, we went out to the backyard and there was, for some reason, there was a stovetop. In the shed. In the shed. I don't know. Maybe they were making candles or something. Somebody thought maybe they were doing like a double burner thing. So we were out. I really want to talk to the person that made that bathroom because it was a new addition. (laughs) Yeah. That was, it was brand new construction. So they actually chose. Did they only have part of a piece of drywall left? Maybe they really liked each other and they just didn't want to be apart. They wanted to be able to see each other. No one likes each other that much. Maybe they got divorced because of that. I just don't want, I don't want open airflow. I mean, for me, that's the issue, honestly. It's it's a more, it's an airflow situation. Like I don't want open airflow between the bathroom and the space that I'm going to try and like sleep for the rest of the night. That's not something that anybody wants. But, uh, tell about the, to no, tell about the other weird bathroom in that one. This other house, Christy, first of all, I was, this is another one that Christy liked and probably had I been into it, she might've tried to make a move. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, we went there mostly because of the yard dude was there. We got there like an hour <laughs> after we were supposed to be there. Uh, so we called before we went over and he was like, Oh yeah, come on over. I'm just hanging out with my girlfriend. So we showed up. He's got like a big old dip in his lip. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, six or seven beers in to a to a good night of watching the country music awards or they were watching some kind of music award yeah. thing. And uh he comes out, Oh yeah, take your time, go on, take a look. He grabs a beer, goes and stands around in his front yard <laughs> while we're uh not just beer, tall boys beers. Cans uh, of like paps or something. And most of the houses that we've been looking at are one and a half bathrooms mm-hmm. or 1.25 yeah. bathrooms we want two toilets basically right. uh because well for obvious reasons we <laughs> want two toilets so um so we're looking around the house looks all right and we can't find the other we can't find the second toilet for, for the life of us so finally after we look around a bunch um our realtor goes out and talks to the guy says hey can you you know i'm gonna kick myself for asking this but can you tell me where the second toilet is mm-hmm. he goes oh yeah and he comes in and he walks us into the garage uh, behind the gun safe, the third this, gun safe. This guy had luckily had um was a little more responsible. He also had security cameras up right. all Nine around si- the outside of his cameras. house, um, being transmitted to like a closed circuit television display <laughs> in his room, which was weird. It was very weird. It seemed weird, right? Okay, so um, he takes us into the garage behind the third gun safe, which hey, props to being a responsible mm-hmm. safe gun owner. Thank you, uh, random dude, and. There was a toilet uh, just sitting in the middle of the garage. 
Yeah. No wall, no enclosure, no not, not a sink, just just a toilet. Yeah. Just a toilet uh plumbed sitting in the middle of the garage. So that was exciting. <laughs> and you actually liked that one for some reason. Yeah. Well, I liked the property it was on. Yeah. A huge corner lot right next to a trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice one. Andy had redone the bathroom in the kitchen, which is the bathroom in the kitchen. We're finding nice. a lot of old, old, old places that are yeah need help. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to uh, I don't know whose fault is it that it's really hard to look for houses. The big banks, Amazon. <laughs> I just watched. Uh, <laughs> I just watched the the big short. the big short. So, <laughs> no, probably like. I Amazon need somebody to blame. That are pushing Can everyone. I blame Ronald Reagan? Or are, aren't no. we supposed to ba- blame baby baby boomers for why everything's so expensive now? Because they screwed up the economy. Yeah, Isn't it their fault. The Seattle housing market is not their fault. No. The that's big tech companies that are coming in and right out of college, these people mm-hmm. are making over a hundred thousand dollars and yeah. taking up all the city. If I could, if I could uh, move away from this place, I would in a heartbeat. The housing market is just insane. I can't. um, We love Seattle. If I can't afford to live in Seattle proper, then I just want to live in the middle of nowhere (laughs) on some water, preferably, or near water with some, you know, a bunch of woods. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I mean, be able to come over and hang out on the weekends. Someone I worked with um, was living in Ballard and rented a small one bedroom apartment and moved north. Just like even North Seattle, like Northgate area. Yeah. Two bedroom townhouse bought it and is saving money. Yeah. That's insane. It's crazy. It's kind of a tough, uh, it's not the best time for us to be doing this, but I mean, whatever. I don't know that there's going to be a good time. So we'll figure it out or we won't (laughs) (laughs) or or we won't. And I'll just, you know, whatever, continue to be bummed or, well, uh, Christy. Mm Mm-hmm. You have a drone strike. I do. There's just one word in the in our little uh, chat that we have going about this episode. <laughs> it just said RSVP. Yeah. <laughs> drone strike. Um. So my drone strike is on people that don't RSVP for events. Or the RSVP and don't show up. Mm-hmm. That's that's my drone strike. Um, not just our reception. So this which is basically all of my people. No, that's not. It wasn't <laughs> just your people. Okay. Um, it's it's not just. I feel like it's. I feel like a old man. Get off my lawn! But people these days just don't RSVP for things, mm-hmm. and um. I don't know if it's just because of evites or internet or or what what it is, but I plan a lot of events for work, yeah. and I have the same thing. Yeah. We only have thirty people at work, and I have to chase down probably about half of those people, <laughs> and then half of those half never respond mm-hmm. emails, resending the invites, sending calendar invites. Physically going to their desk and asking them if they're coming, mm-hmm. and still, I can't 
I can't get that. I mean, we had a lot of people that just didn't RSVP and just didn't ever tell us. Yeah. Um, we have people that said yes and then never showed up. Yeah. It's just all rude. Yeah. I mean, especially with events like our reception, we had to give a final head count yeah. a week before and we're just not hearing. And then. Well, and that's how we're charged yeah. too. I mean. So, I mean, we had probably, I'm just, I'm still thinking about it. 10 people that said they were coming and then didn't and were charged 40 to $50 a head for those people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I feel like we should ask them for <laughs> to, to pay us. Yeah. It hurts it's my rude. feelings. Yeah. It's rude. It hurt my feelings when people RSVP know though too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was really hard. I mean, we both have- Hello. Hello. Sorry. Oh, sorry. We both have weirdness about not being able to, like we feel bad about not inviting people and then yeah. bad about inviting them. And then it's an anxiety because if they say no, then our feelings are hurt. <laughs> and then I just want to like not have it anymore. And it's embarrassing. But then also <laughs> I shouldn't have even you, invited them. You. Yeah. Then I had, a. I mean, I actually had anxiety about some people we invited that I actually contacted them before and said, well, I'm going to send you this invitation, but don't feel like you have to go <laughs> and don't feel pressure. Um, I mean, even with my company party, I just started going through the list of the people that said they were coming and didn't come. Yeah. And that's $50 a person Yeah, who didn't show up. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. I don't understand. Oh, um, we were talking about how you started to feel like your feelings were hurt when people couldn't come. Mm-hmm. But I started to feel a little bit of relief as we're starting to get the yeses coming <laughs> in and people are bringing like three and four people yeah. and just adding that up like, Oh, 40 to $50 a person. And yeah. you know, family of four is coming so that that starts to get expensive. Um, Which is one of the many reasons that I was saying, Let's just have it at the bowling alley, the whole shebang. Get a bunch of Costco pizza. Better yet, have people buy their own food. So you didn't have fun? No, I had a blast. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Um, I did get a little anxious just because the when the food was being left over, like as I saw how much food was yeah. going to be left after the event, mm-hmm. I was like, this is all paid for. Right. Like well, we I have it. to pay for this one way or another. So I was about, you stopped me more than once from going up and just inviting people from the other bars down into our reception. Well, we did have wedding crashers. <laughs> they did come down but anyway. We but took yeah. all that food to the lake the we next did. day. Yeah. So it, it didn't go out. to waste. It worked out. Um, <laughs> the One of the, I won't name names on this one, but one of the funny RSVPs knows because I didn't have any saying it, it hurts your feelings, but I, I didn't really care is someone that you had invited mm-hmm. um didn't come because they had another wedding mm-hmm. that day for their hairdresser's daughter mm-hmm. which i think is hilarious <laughs> yep because this person is very close to you yeah yeah in relation like family <laughs> yeah. you could say you would say that yeah. they were like you your could family say they were like family <laughs> you could say that if you wanted to but a hairdresser is very, very important. Yeah. And it's their right. daughter? No, it's our it. second wedding. So it's not, yeah. it's, the, yeah, it people don't care about Jesus it. Jesus doesn't even care. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't say people don't care. Lots of people did. Yes. Some people, I think, discredit it a little bit because they view, you know, second marriage as like a fake marriage. 
Really? So, yeah. Is that really a thing? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I don't know about a fake marriage, but I think that it doesn't hold as much weight. Whether they say it out loud or, or really admit it or not, I think that, you know, in the back of their head, there's it's definitely laced with some judgment there. For Do sure. you think that um, that also helps having... Uh, the fact that a gay internet minister married us. Yeah, your dad. Yeah. Your internet minister is not. I mean, he got ordained online. Right. He went and filled a little form and got his yeah. ordination. I mean, that's what internet I have minister too. is. A, I don't know. That makes it sound like it was just some rando. Like we just googled. <gasps> oh, like gay we wedding him. officiant and found him. Oh, online. I would totally do that if it wasn't. If my dad wasn't available, I would have totally <laughs> googled gay internet. Good. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, like you get ordained on the internet. I think everyone knows what that means, right? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. If anyone's looking to get married, I am also ordained. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, but you have to also invite me, right? Ooh. That's a courtesy, isn't it? Yeah, invite the husband of the officiant, and then we stay in the room next to the married yeah. couple. Of course, yeah. we have to make it, we have to make sure that the wife the the wife is a virgin. Yeah, we, we check the sheets. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have one more thing I want to say. What I'm nerding out about lately? Okay. Um, it is another podcast oh. called Anna Ferris is unqualified. Yeah, I started from the beginning, and I'm working my way current. Oh. But she is amazing. It's funny. She's her and her husband are from the Seattle area, so they do a lot of reference. He's not on it. Sometimes he'll call in, um, but uh, she does a lot of references that are current and local to this area. So it's pretty great. She. It's a really funny premise. What's it called again? Anna Ferris is unqualified. Anna Ferris is unqualified. So it's her and always a celebrity guest. Mm-hmm. And they talk, just like get to know you for the first part. And then they have people have written in um, love, sex, relationship advice. And the premise is she's unqualified to answer the questions. Yeah. But she gives pretty good, pretty good advice. And, and then they all weigh in on the question. Yeah. And then every probably like six to ten episodes, she does a recap. They call back the person and say, hey, mm-hmm. what happened? And what was interesting, I was listening to one today that the guy called in February about a wedding he was attending August 20th. And they were like, oh, it's so far away. And I I just tweeted her um, like you do and said, I hope that you guys do a recap of that guy because I want to know how the wedding went. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty pretty invested in this podcast. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you've uh you've been listening to it quite a bit. Yeah, and I've referred a lot of people to it. So. Um maybe we should get some kind of commission for that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she can come on the show. Yeah. Uh all right. Or I'll take our relationship issues to her oh, podcast. Please do. And then I'll plug it at the end. Please do. Please do, yeah. Just listen to all one hundred and thirty five episodes of us arguing with each other. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that actually dovetails nicely into what I had wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, and that was nerd out loud as a whole, kind mm. of our whole our whole thing. So you mentioned you mentioned that you really like the premise of this person's show. Yes. Anna Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. I Is think it's a person Anna. from Save Ferris. No. 
Anna Ferris. She's from House Bunny. She's married to Chris Pratt. I don't know any of those people. You do too. Andy Dwyer from Parks and Recreation. Oh. And you know Anna Ferris? She's like blonde. She was on House Bunny. I don't, I've never seen House Bunny. Oh my God. <laughs> don't know. Local celebrity. She went to okay. Edmonds Woodway High School. No? No. Mm-mm. Oh my God. Yeah. Nothing. Oh my God. Dude, I need to culture uh, you. Okay. So Super anyway, bad. you had mentioned, you had mentioned you really like the premise of this show. Um, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts myself, all that kind of stuff. I feel like one of the things that we've been figuring out over 135 episodes of this show, I I feel like it's been a journey in a lot of ways. I mean, when we started, we started with kind of this general idea of we want to talk to people about the stuff that they're passionate about. Uh, Nerd Out Loud seemed to be catchy and, um, you know, maybe pigeonholed us a little bit because it's kind of. I think people hear the word nerd and they think like we talk about video games and mm-hmm. whatever movies, which we have talked about those things, but mm-hmm. um, not exclusively. You know, we've talked about anything and everything else in between and we'll continue to do so. Um, but, you know, we've we've tried a lot of different things. We've had more interview shows. We've done clips. We've done segments. We've done lots of different things. And uh, one of the things that I thought about, and this would be if anybody came to me, I talked to a lot of people about starting podcasts because I love helping people start podcasts and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The podcast that we have today, I would not tell anybody to start a podcast like this. Like the kind of podcast that Nerd Out Loud is, mm-hmm. that's kind of just two people sort of rambling through whatever about whatever. Okay. I would I would not tell them to do that because I, I think that one of the things that really helps people be engaged and interested in podcasts, I mean, there's a million out there that are people whining and we have a great, not whining, but you, you know. You think we, all we do is whine? Two people talking about, well, half of us. I mean, 50% of the show. Is me? Me whining? No, no, no. No, that's actually good. You're, you know, your whole thing is good. Like, that's. <laughs> That what you bring that the the drone strike segment that's great. Okay. So all I've been thinking about is, uh, you know, I I feel like I don't want to say rebranding okay. because I'm not, we're not changing the name. I don't want to change the name. I don't want to do any of that. I feel like I feel like we need to tighten it up a little bit. Does that okay. make sense? Like maybe just cinch up the belt a couple, a couple, a uh, couple. Are of you notches. calling our podcast fat? A little bit. A little. I mean, okay. so I think. Was it Adam Carolla that had that theory that we shouldn't wear a pants with elastic in the waistband <laughs> because it's like a goldfish? Or was oh, that was that Adam Carolla? It is. He said that um, as soon as nurses' outfits became elastic band scrubs, they got fatter. Yeah, he's a dick. Well, I didn't mean. I don't want to get weird about telling calling ladies fat, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I just think I think that you know sometimes like goldfish will grow into whatever size bowl you put them in. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt like that, like, you know, I'm along those lines. I don't want to wear sweatpants because what if I started wearing sweatpants every day? I'm going to grow into them. What if they have elastic? You know, you just get lazy. Mm-hmm. You get lackadaisical, whatever. All I'm saying is we've done this for 135 episodes. What I would really like to do is maybe talk about some ways that we could kind of refine it a little bit. Kind of start to find our identity a little bit more. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Would you be interested in doing that? Kind of like a, I want to go on a vision quest, a nerd oh, out loud no. vision quest. Do we have to take peyote I take in the peyote. jungle? I want to wander into the desert. 
We should have done this when we were at Joshua Tree. I want to just think <laughs> about, you know, the future, what it, what 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 is in store for us. You know, that kind of stuff. Okay. Kind of find our niche, whatever it is, however we want to do it, you know. And I figured what better time to talk about it than just while we're recording live on the <laughs> show. Bringing it right? on me in the middle of recording. Okay. I mean, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? What I, do you think? I don't I don't have any thoughts yet because okay. it's new to me. All right. Well, we'll give you some time to think about it. I've been thinking about it a lot lately because Sundays rolled around. It's usually when we record Sunday nights, you know, we were planning on coming back right after the wedding. It kept getting pushed back, kept getting pushed back. I'm like, is this something that we're going to continue doing? What is it? Why are we doing it? Mm -hmm. I've been thinking through those questions in my head. Oh, okay. So, you know, I think that, I think that as with any, again, I don't want to say rebranding, but, uh, pivot. No, pivot's not, that's not, that's not right. Cause that's, that's kind of like a rebranding, but I, you know, I want to, I want to sort of, um, like rebirth ourselves, you know, find, kind of find our identity, figure out what we want to do, what we want to go for, set some expectations and a little bit of structure and some, you know, figure out what our, like, what our premise is, Mm -hmm. nail it, you know, get our mission statement down, our core values really find out who we are and uh okay. and, and head that direction okay. does that make sense sounds good so you know maybe just be thinking about that we can we'll talk about it down the road you know you can spring something on me next week okay. when we're recording and we'll uh we'll go from there what do you say Wise? sounds good or maybe our listeners i mean we have a lot of people that have stuck with us through you know the dark days also known as the first 35 episodes <laughs> The not as dark days, which is the, all the ones after that. <laughs> the uh, not you know recording for months. The first the first show back after a <laughs> unplanned uh, extra long break. <laughs> you know, maybe you guys have something to say, and we'd love to hear from you. So, if uh, if you have any thoughts or feelings on that, or anything else we talked about, or if you know any good. Uh, two-bedroom houses in the Edmonds three School bedroom. District. Three bedrooms. Well, no, two bedrooms is all we... We only need two bedrooms. <sighs> but two bedrooms with like a bonus room or a den or something. Some They can't... There are houses that are two bedrooms that would work for us because they have the square footage. Okay. But... Well, if we're going to quit <laughs> podcasting, then we don't even need that third bedroom. No, I'm, we're not going to quit podcasting. Oh, we're not. Okay. I have lots of podcasts that I want to do. Lots of stuff that I want to do. Okay. I will can be continuing to do this, whether Nerd Out Loud goes on or not. I will continue to be putting stuff out. And hopefully you will, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can't speak for you. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Okay. Or ranch. I won't put ranch Ooh, in your mouth. Please either. don't. Please don't. So, anyway. So, if you have, if you know of any, you know, decent square footage, two to three bedroom houses in the Edmonds School District, let us know. Or if you have anything you want to say about the podcast, you know, we'd love to hear that, too, I guess. <laughs> Uh, all of our contact information, nerdoutloudpod.com, email address, phone number, contact form, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. We'd love to hear from you guys. It's, uh, it's good to be back. Thank you for sticking with us through our little break. And, um, we'll be back with something next week. What do you say, CY? Never wait for cake. No, for reals, though. Thank you for listening. You guys are awesome, and we appreciate 
every single one of you. Uh, Except for you, and you know who you are. Let your nerd flag fly! Thanks for hanging out, Mike McCauley.